Welcome to the Cyberman show, a place that makes you smarter about cyberverse. Beat cybersecurity, cloud, emerging tech, startups or ideas. We have it all. Let's begin. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Cyberman show. Today we are going to talk about the basics of security for IS, PaaS and SaaS. And I know I've been talking a lot about cloud security especially on the IS and the PaaS side. but i thought i'll create an an episode focused on all the three cloud types and their basics now <clears throat> the scope of this episode will only be on the technology side i'm not going to talk about governance risk management or policy making side and uh, let's get started so before i jump into the security of the cloud it's important to remind everyone especially the first time listener and people who are just trying to build their career in cyber security and especially on cloud security there are three main types of cloud services ias pass and saas which is infrastructure as a service platform as a service and software as a service okay ias pass and saas okay now it the difference in these types of services on a very high level and i know you can search it up or on google or other platforms to understand the difference but however the the major difference is what you can do or manage in these in first in various types of cloud so for example in saas you are typically using this a cloud hosted application like your email so gmail is a common example uh in <clears throat> a pass you are creating your own applications you are managing the data Uh, yourself the other layers like runtime middleware operating system virtualization server storage networking are all left to the service provider of pass to manage an example would be github okay infrastructure as a service this is where as a customer of ias platform you are going to manage application data runtime middleware os on your own virtualization server storage networking all that is managed by the provider um, an example of is would be microsoft azure aws ibm oracle etc okay uh, now there are large companies like aws microsoft azure gcp oracle they provide both is pass microsoft in fact provides saas also in terms of office 65 and other applications they have a large enterprise uh, stack now those are the basics okay now let's talk about the 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 security layers right so there are two types of layers that we can uh, uh, put together you know in this most simplest fashion the first one would be the basic security the second one would be advanced uh, basic uh, refers to anything that is provided in, provided natively by the cloud provider so for example for a saas it would be any security settings like enabling to two factor or a multi factor authentication for user changing uh, password every 60 days to 90 days or any other thing or any other policy like that that uh, secures the uh, saas okay for uh, <coughs> aws uh, is or pass there are multiple native controls for example there is a amazon guard duty secrets manager directory services cognito vpn inspector waf macy security hub shield artifact organization firewall manager uh, detective cloudism uh, iam uh, 
uh, etc right there are more services and most of these service providers are keep launching new services every few months or or years okay now again these could be further divided into basic advanced uh, it completely depends on your requirements uh, the key takeaway from here is that every cloud provider whether saas ios or pas they come up with basic cyber security controls now these controls have to be configured based on the recommendations or best practice frameworks example for aws there is aws foundational security best practice fsbp standard as well as third party recommendations like cis or center for internet security aws foundation benchmarks and you will find such best practices and benchmarks from most of the service providers as well as third party so there is an azure best practice framework or there is a reference architecture and there is you know a benchmark for google uh, from cis uh, benchmark for uh, azure also from cis and multiple other standards and frameworks are there right so the native cloud provider controls have to be configured based on what functionality is provided and align them to a particular standard now not every service which is provided by one cloud provider will be available for other cloud providers so example firewall is a very basic control that everyone provides so azure has a firewall service aws has a firewall service gcp has a firewall service uh, but not everyone has a dlp service not everybody might have a certificate management service i'm not saying they don't have i'm just trying to tell you that whenever you're looking to standardize capabilities just make sure that whatever cloud provider you are using provides those set of capabilities and within that service the features might not be the same so for example uh, is the firewall layer 7 on all these providers maybe maybe not that is something that you have to investigate and based on your requirements decide if you want to go with a native control or you would would want to go with a third party control which is typically part of the advanced security on that note let's move into the advanced security side so these are uh, essentially third party controls okay uh, so if you talk about is and pas uh, if you're developing applications uh, <clears throat> on these platforms uh, typically the uh, role uh, of developer traditionally was always uh, responsible uh, the developer was traditionally responsible to use security for uh, application based artifacts like their code apis oss or the open source software components iac scripts infrastructure as a code scripts and they would use third party products like saas dash api security sce analysis ic scanning they are doing that right and when it came to workload the idea would be to get a cloud workload protection platform cwpp and secure those containers serverless serverless functions and virtual machines and when it came to the infrastructure uh, which is networking storage compute you will typically use cspm to look at the configuration and suggest remediation on uh, and find gaps and then if you're looking into identity and permissions you would use SCIM, cloud identity and entitlement management, uh, to look at any issues around identity. Now, since last few years, all these capabilities are offered by a single platform, CNAP, Cloud Native Application Protection Platform, that provides the full capability for securing entire development and operations of uh, 
apps on the cloud now i've done um, multiple uh, episodes on cspm versus cwpp cnap also so i would recommend you uh, that if you're hearing these terms for the first time go ahead and look back into the uh, previous episodes okay so cspm uh, cwpc i am other cloud related capabilities are now pro- provided as one platform called cnap now uh, cnap is all about securing uh, uh and i'm just trying to double click this here is securing the application related artifacts application development related app artifacts as well as while the application is running okay so it looks into the cloud configuration this includes things like ic scanning uh network security and configuration uh cloud infrastructure entitlement management cspm kubernetes security posture management data security posture management etc okay and then on the application side it would look into traditional saas das capability api scanning software composition analysis pipeline posture uh, management looking at exposure of cve secrets sensitive data malware unknown vulnerabilities attack path analysis etc and while the application is running it's going to look into the web application and api protection application observability cloud workload visibility network observability and any exposure uh, scanning Uh, like C- cve secrets sensitive data malware unknown vulnerabilities as well as attack path analysis now all this data while uh, uh, you know it's used in different stages of application rollout or application usage cloud detection response technologies consume data from various uh, points or various uh, sources of data and put all that together in case uh, there's an incident on the cloud and uh, somebody needs to investigate and you will find some content on cdr also in the previous podcast okay so that was is and pass uh, so typically you would use a third party platform uh, either a cnap or specific functionalities like cspm or C- cwpp cm etc based on what you are trying to do in the in your scope of work or project okay now let's talk about saas now within saas security of course you know reminder basic security is with the saas provider so example a app like okta you know the okta as a company will definitely give you certain best practices and recommendation for security uh, and then there are third party platforms like smp saas management platform that provide admin rbac policy management license management and it workflow automation capabilities then there is of course uh, the saas security posture management uh, that allow you to control or manage the conf- configuration of your saas third saas apps things like diff control saas to saas connection alignment of these uh, security configurations with best practices uh, frameworks uba reporting etc and then there is casb so casb is, is all about uh, controlling who can access the third party apps so any shadow it related use cases which means essentially using apps that are not approved by the company data security threat protection uh, etc are covered in caspi and then there is of course ssc which is all about uh, uh, access and uh, url filtering threat protection dlp uh, and some of these use cases are now getting converged so for example the tops as ssc providers are now trying to use uh, or or build casb cap- capabilities natively in the ssc platform the secure services edge or the full uh, sasi platform as they are called okay so that was sas 
summary. Uh, SaaS uh, applications come with, with their native cybersecurity controls, cybersecurity best practices, and then you can use third-party controls like SSPM, CASB, SSE, based on the use case uh, to have advanced security. So that was the summary, uh, or or that was the content main content for this uh, episode. Now, what I would recommend is uh, based on requirements and availability of resources at your end, start uh, learning about them. Maybe you can start with the learning about one cloud, you know, understand what native security controls are provided. Uh, so, example, start building an app or maybe configure a VM, look at what controls you need to secure that virtual machine and in what conditions you will need other native controls. So maybe categorize these native security controls into basic and advanced. And then you start applying third-party controls if you have access to them. If somebody is giving you a trial, etc., try that. Learn as much as you can. Also start with understanding uh, compliance of these controls to one best practice framework. Go with native uh, the cloud provided native or a third party like CIS, depending on whether you're using SaaS uh, or uh, IS or PaaS. And that's it. With that, thank you so much. Uh, if you like the content, please share it with your friends and subscribe to the podcast or the content on the YouTube channel. I'll see you next time.